Always Loyal Podcast presented by Lucia Capital Group, official wealth management partner of San Diego Loyal. In soccer, you've got 90 minutes to win the match, but how much time do you have to reach your investment goals? The clock is ticking. Don't wait. Go to LuciaLoyal.com right now to get your investment plan started. That's L-U-C-I-A Loyal.com. All right, Darren Smith, here we go. Season two, episode 33 of the Always Loyal Podcast. What's coming up? Well, Jordan Carruth, it is the final regular season match in San Diego Loyal history, upcoming this Saturday night against Oakland Roots. San Diego Loyal has clinched a playoff spot. We're going to break down all the scenarios for seeding, all of that, and more coming up on this week's Always Loyal podcast. It takes years of dedication to become a champion. Palomar Health's team of world-class doctors, nurses, and technicians work tirelessly to ensure that the health care you receive is second to none. Palomar Health, champions of health care, champions for you. All right, Darren, we're recording on a Thursday morning right after the scoreless draw on the road against El Paso. Uh, we've seen two matches since the last time we, we recorded a podcast. San Diego officially clinched a playoff spot over the weekend. It's Ronaldo Damus scored a hat trick, the second in club history. Uh, another point in a midweek match on the road. And San Diego officially getting ready for the playoffs. We'll find out if they'll have a home playoff game. That will be determined here. Two more regular season matches to go. We're going to find out the entire landscape out West. Good morning to you. Jordan, you are Johnny on the spot. Sometimes these opportunities when you're filling in and you're on the mic during some of these match broadcasts, game broadcasts, you are just right guy, right time. You've seen five goal performances, two me time times two. The second hat trick in SD Loyal history with Ronaldo scoring it, which is great news. If you remember something we referenced a couple of weeks back, where Nate Miller went on the Two Balls and a Mic podcast and said him getting hot at the end of the season would be a key. Mm-hmm. You are just in the right place at the right time. Boy, you show up to these broadcasts with your lucky horseshoe, your lucky rabbit's foot, and you are rewarded. Good luck, Charm Jordan Carruth. Yeah, actually what it is, I I bring something with me to the booth every single time. I have a little Ted Lasso action figure. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What are they called? Right. I forget what they're called. I have a box here somewhere. Um, are they Funkos? F-U-N-K-O? Is that what it is? I think it's one of those. But I bring a little Ted Lasso in there, and he it's really a three-man booth every time we're we're on a broadcast. So. Oh, okay. See, all I have to do is is look at the final scoreline, and I can say, yeah, Jordan Jordan didn't do that broadcast. Jordan didn't do that nil-nil in El Paso for obvious reasons. But had that one been played at Torero Stadium, there's just no way Jordan would be a part of that. Jordan, wherever Jordan goes, the action follows. You are you're right in the mix, man. You yeah, are the well, guy. A lot of action on the Always Loyal podcast. No yeah. doubt about that. Saturday night was a lot of fun. Saturday was a ton of fun. We have a midweek match late in the season. That's not fun. I mean, the result was okay. Like the match was okay, but like who wants, I mean, that's tough. Midweek, two more regular season matches to go. One at home. I'm kind of, I'm looking forward right now. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Waking up and heading into the final regular season match, you find San Diego Loyal in possession of a playoff spot, which is odd when you look at the table in the Western Conference. Sacramento's on top of the table. 
They've clinched a playoff spot. San Antonio is sitting in second place. They've clinched a playoff spot. Orange County is third on the table. Haven't clinched a playoff spot, but Loyal and Phoenix, fourth and fifth, have already done enough to do so. It's just, it looks weird when you look at the standings on the USL website. But here's the thing. Hold on, slow down. What did you just say about Orange County? Well, it it doesn't it, I, I mean it looks I'm not very, questioning you. I'm just this is alarming to me. No, I mean it looks just weird on the on the USL website the way yeah. it's it's configured there. So, you know, we have I'm, the I'm, actual scenarios. Here's like what you need to know is you need oh to my, listen to us cuz cuz you know, trying to figure out tiebreakers based on different websites and the formulas that they have is very confusing. And and I confused everybody that works with San Diego Loyal just trying to figure out what the tie-breaking scenarios were. But when you look at the USL website, Jordan, are you on it? You see it's very weird. One, two, four, five have clinched playoff spots, but not three. I don't know that that's 100 I don't think accurate. it's accurate. I'm looking at it right now. I see one through six officially clinching. And I think there's been a lot of confusion down the stretch. Yes. And I could even – listen, Darren, there were – these scenarios presented to me right before the broadcast Saturday night. Here's what needs to happen in order for San Diego to clinch a playoff (laughs) spot tonight. I got a text message that said, all right, it's official in with a win based on what's just happened. And I just ran with it. Like I wasn't going to question it. I wasn't going to compare it to the scenarios that we had listed and taped to the window in the booth during the broadcast. Forget about all that. All I heard, all I was told is like, win playoff spot. Like okay, I'm running with that. That's easy yeah. for me. I can under I can wrap my my mind around that. Yeah, and 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 that's the right way to say it because all you have to do is like refresh the page and you get different playoff scenarios. So I'm not trying to attack the website. I'm just saying like like it, it, it's, we're at it's the been. point where you can really confuse yourself and not only confuse yourself, but like I use a an app. I use an app and it's called SofaScore. And their tie-breaking scenarios are completely different than the tie-breaking scenarios that the league actually uses. So I present this to the people that help us get this podcast done every single week, Travis Lamprecht and Thomas Coughlin. So I present this. I'm like, I need to know what the tie-breaking scenarios are so I can clear this up on the podcast. And here's the text I got back after Loyal's nil-nil draw against El Paso. A win on Saturday against Oakland, and we clinch a home playoff game. Really? I'm like, but what? What's the tie-breaking scenario with Orange County? It doesn't matter. No, it what's doesn't. the tie-breaking scenario with Phoenix? It doesn't matter. Win Saturday, San Diego Loyal. Pick up three more points. You clinch a home playoff game. So, okay. as nostalgic as this feels for me, for others, I'm sure heading into the final regular season match in club history, there is something on the other side of this where three points against Oakland win and you clinch a top four seed in the Western Conference based on tie-breaking scenarios with Phoenix and Colorado Springs, not Orange County, but that doesn't matter. Take a three or four seed right now and don't look back. All right, that's easy. So I can wrap my mind around that as well. Win Saturday night against Oakland, you will clinch a home playoff game. That is what I was told. I have been told that that, and I have put their names on this podcast because I was, it was kind of funny. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I just want to, I just need some clarity on what the tiebreaker is with orange County. It doesn't Doesn't matter. matter. Stop talking. Who cares? Stop confusing everybody. All you need to know is win 
And this Saturday, you clinch a home playoff game so we can start looking ahead to what happens after the final ever regular season match, home or away, which is coming two Saturdays from now in Vegas. That's a pretty big deal. That's a really, really big deal. I'm envious that you were there on Saturday. I was at my cousin's wedding in Chicago that you were there. Like you knew in real time that Loyal had clinched a playoff spot because they put it out there on social media channels. Could you feel it? Could you feel it in the building? You yeah, could. you could feel it. There was, um, you could feel it in the building. The energy was electric. The locals, locals are going out strong, dude. <laughs> I, I'm so ex- I'm as excited as I am to watch Loyal play and finish this season. I'm just as excited to watch the locals do their thing. They're going, yeah, good. There, there was a lot of fun to be had. A lot of it was family friendly. Some of it wasn't. I don't know what to tell you. I, I was sent about. <laughs> 300 words describing how SD loyal were, we're going to be able to clinch a playoff spot that night. It, it It's longer than most of the children's books that I read to Luca on a nightly basis. It was, it was the, the buzz, the roar, the, the realization that it happened Saturday night wasn't because of what was said on a broadcast. The moment was a huge performance from Ronaldo. And then as soon as the match was over, Darren on the video board at Torero stadium, a graphic appeared playoffs clinched mm. Mm. with SD loyal as the backdrop. So uh, if there were any people unaware of the situation and I would, I'm sure there were plenty because it was not as we've beautifully laid out on the podcast so far this morning, Darren, it wasn't exactly an easy situation going in to understand. Um, but as soon as that graphic got thrown on the video board, playoffs clinched, you only needed to understand two words at that point. They're going to the postseason, and now a win Saturday night against Oakland will clinch a home playoff game. And if you think the locals are having fun now, just wait for a home playoff game. And I, it is not lost on me that you are hosting Oakland Roots this weekend, the team that eliminated you at Torero Stadium in the playoffs a year ago. This is the team that you get to play Saturday night to try to solidify another home playoff game. Excellent point. I'm Glad yet terrified that it's Oakland Roots. Right. Given the history here, this will be the ninth matchup dating back to June of 2021. The first time these two clubs met, Jordan, was the only time that San Diego Loyal has ever beaten Oakland Roots. One win, two draws, five losses. Obviously, that includes the postseason. So what a sweet parting gift for what is your final regular season match in club history than to do a little bit of damage to Oakland, to clinch a home playoff game, and simultaneously, since Oakland's sitting eighth in the Western Conference, maybe, just maybe, inflict a little bit of pain on them. I know for most, most would identify Phoenix as the the arch rival in the four-year history of San Diego Loyal. I would tell you, I think Oakland has been much more a pebble in the boot for us since it came into this league in 2021. Again, I bring those numbers up, not because I'm happy, just because these are facts and you and I obviously are are journalists, but this will be the ninth time and there's only been one win against Oakland Roots. And that was the first time they played in June of 2021. So I would like to see us exercise that demon at Torero Stadium, doing damage to them, picking up and securing a home playoff game two weekends, three weekends from now. I think you can you can really just 
wrap yourself into the emotions of how impactful this one is going to be on Saturday night. Let's talk about Ronaldo Damus. Hat trick Saturday night. Um, close, midweek, scoring again. We'll see what he what he has this weekend. If we see him, I would imagine we would. Um, it, it feels like that starting 11 for the playoffs has really taken shape. And now it feels, and it what it has been, is Ronaldo Damus scoring a lot of goals late in the season. Like there was a long stretch after the signing because Ronaldo did not start the season with SD Loyal. He joined the team in the middle of the year. So he did not join and then start scoring a bunch of goals immediately. We've seen him score. Um, we've seen stretches without goals. We've seen long stretches where he's coming off the bench. Now we're seeing him start a little bit. Um, what we're seeing a lot of lately are the goals and he is scoring them at the right time. Yeah. Three goals, three shots on target. Pardon me. Um, you know, this is this is sort of the version, not that you were expecting hat tricks every single time out, but you were you were expecting to notice him. And I think there have been some matches where he's been kind of anonymous, where you sort of look at the stat page afterwards and you go, oh, he was a starter. Or, oh, he was brought in and subbed in in this match and didn't really leave much of an impact. You know, I remember something Evan Conway did, or I remember something Toomey did, or I remember something Joe Corona did. I don't really remember any sort of impact for Ronaldo at all. Um, you know, he's, he's that guy. Like, like when we talked about where the scoring was going to come from, it was said pretty simply to us, you know, we were going to be a little bit more balanced this year since Kyle Vassell was moving on. And a big part of that was, you know, Hey, Ronaldo was going to have to come in here. He was going to have to pick up goals. And there were times where you weren't sure you were getting anywhere close to the version of Ronaldo Demus who helped orange County lift the USL cup a couple seasons back. But I, I just remember what it is that Nate said about, you know, getting him going between now and the end of the regular season is everything. Like, it's it's what we need for him. And then I saw that while I took a peek from a wedding in Chicago. I was like, ah, man, hat trick, how great. Had a shot on target. Listen, midweek match, El Paso, frankly. I don't know that Nate Miller would agree with this. I think both managers were were pretty content with the draw in a midweek match with two regular season matches to go. Felt that way, not two shots on target between the two sides. Ronaldo had one of them, but I know he, when he's going, he's just right place, right time. Uh, don't want to say he's like a solo act. He's, he's just seems like he's, you know, got a nose for the ball and, and finds himself in the right situations. Yeah. Um, I think they're one of the takeaways from Wednesday night on the road, the return of Nick moon. That is that's very interesting right before the playoffs, isn't it? We have not seen yep. Nick Moon since early July. I believe the last time we saw him, was it at Indy? I think it was that road trip. We saw Nick Moon on the sidelines at Snapdragon Stadium when Loyal were hosting Dortmund. He was on crutches at the time. We weren't sure what was going on, how long it was going to take for Nick Moon to return. Um, we got our answer. He returned October 4th on a midweek match, getting some minutes off the bench against El Paso. Having him available and healthy is very important for San Diego. Um, obviously, the timing is right, as we're only a couple matches away from the playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, you remember last year, you referenced it, what happened between Loyal and Oakland, and being around it, obviously, Loyal lost their collective cool, three players sent off. But when you also talk about what was missing, from the postseason, right? Like there were significant pieces of the puzzle who were unavailable. So I, I think that's been a bit of a running theme all season long. Now that Loyal's clinched the playoff spot, 
It's been about managing a 34-match season, balancing out minutes for a lot of players, getting guys healthy as best you can, having players performing at their peak, heading into a potential postseason, which we now know exists. So, you know, maybe taking it easy on a Wednesday night wouldn't be something we would have seen in years past. Just sort of having a, a proper kick around, as the as the lads like to say. You know, you can you can sort of feel that against El Paso, but now Saturday night, secure that home playoff game. That way you don't have to go into Vegas thinking about you know whether or not what you have to lose, right? Like like it it sort of feels you know that this has been the culmination of a season's worth of efforts. Every time you hear Nate Miller speak in post game, he's oftentimes referencing, you know, hey, like it's football, it's a long season. These are the sort of things that we just have to work through. So now that you can see the finish line, you're starting to see, I think, some of the strategy that we talked about with Landon or that you hear from Nate, some of that that strategy that that they've been referencing about how to manage an entire season and navigate your way through. Yeah. Um, so Oakland rolling to town. They lost at Orange County Wednesday night. They were playing right after San Diego played their their match. Um, they I think they kind of represent what's been going on out West in a way that it's been very unpredictable. It's been very consistent at the top, right? So we've seen Sacramento, San Antonio Uh kind of just take control one, two for most of the season. And that's how it, it kind of remains. And that's how it's going to finish out. But Oakland, not too long ago, a team where you're like, Oh, they, they could finish pretty high up there. Like there was not too long ago. We're like, yeah, they're, they're definitely getting in. Like they're playing really well. They're in a great spot already. Like I can't really imagine them dropping, um, no guarantee Oakland roots are even in the playoffs. I, I think they still have a pretty good chance, but it is, it's far from a guarantee. Does that do anything for you? Like what, doing like, like I, I'm mostly focused on loyal securing a home playoff game this Saturday by picking up three points, but as a secondary benefit, does it do anything for you to, to really do a little bit of damage to Oakland in the process? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for you it. You can't knock them out, but you know, you no. can you can You're certainly still... you put them in a position where they're they're gonna need something mm-hmm. coming up on the final match week of the regular season. Yeah, and it's now that I'm actually looking. It wasn't too long ago. Like I feel like I was talking about them. It must have been August. They had wins against Charleston, uh, beat New Mexico, but since then, it hasn't looked too great for Oakland. Um, I don't see a single win on their schedule since August. Um, I see a couple draws. I don't see any wins. So maybe you're getting this team at the right time. Not exactly sure what's happening, but they, Although, they continue to drop. Yeah, we've but said of that course, before. We, we've, again, <laughs> we've already brought up the fact that this matchup has not been very kind to San Diego. No, it is not. Yeah, and, but my point it's, is... It's like, hard this, to understand it. This was a team that you're like, okay, Oakland, they're, they're in, they're good. But there's just so much going on out West where it didn't take much for Oakland to slip down that table and now find themselves really... Uh, playing for their lives in the the last couple of matches. So it should be a ton of fun Saturday night. I'm looking forward to it. The atmosphere should be unreal. Um, Trending towards a sellout, I was told. Good. And it was officially sold out Saturday night. They announced that. That was good news. Um, It was also good news to see Joe Corona, Ronaldo Damus link up. Um, We've Mm -hmm. seen that a few times now. Of course, these were teammates over in Europe a season ago. They know each other. They played with each other. And I think we've seen that connection really pay off a few times already this year. We saw it again, uh, not too long ago. If Joe Corona and Ronaldo Damus are on the same page and clicking in the playoffs, 
San Diego is going to be a very dangerous team to go up against. Let me just toss one more thing out there because I just took a quick peek ahead while you were talking about Joe Benny and Ronaldo. So the top six have clinched playoff spots. And apologies if that was confusing earlier. We were just sort of joking about the confusion. Seven and eight is still up for grabs. Top eight teams make it. Oakland finishes at home against El Paso. Those are the two teams right now, seventh and eighth on the table. So, you know, you could have a scenario heading into the final match week of the regular season where you have a head-to-head, and Monterey, I'm sure, factors into this, but you could head into the final match week of the regular season with two teams essentially going head-to-head in a winner get into the postseason kind of scenario between those two. Or you could have a really boring match where they both just decide ahead of time, like, let's just, you know, play for a point if it's in our best interest. So that, that's there's, the there's still a lot to sort through here. Does the three or the four C do anything for you? Or would you just sign up for a four? No questions asked. Now take your chances against the five. And if that means you got to play Sacramento, should you advance to the second round? So be it cross that bridge when you get to it. Yeah. Beyond the obvious. Yeah. I prefer three over four. Um, like, no, I don't have a strong, like we really need to get three. Like it's, there's not a huge difference. Mm-hmm mostly because you don't know what that first round matchup is going to be quite yet. I don't know what, what, what it's going to look like. Yeah. Colorado. Right. Uh, Who knows? So how does that, so it's tough to be like, I I would prefer this because it means we would play this team. We don't even know what that would look like. And there's no difference on where the location would be. So I don't think there's a lot really separating three and four. Clearly you would prefer three. If given the choice, it might help you host an extra game down the road in the playoffs. Mm. Um, That's, that would be helpful. But beyond that, I don't have a strong pull. Like just yeah. like get a I, home playoff game. That's all. Give me one more. Give me one more after after this Saturday. Uh, and I also think, too, one thing that we've learned watching the playoffs at the USL level over the last couple of years is you can really play some mind tricks on yourself starting to think about who you're going to face or who potentially you're going to see in the second round. Because we see upsets in this tournament. It's single elimination. You see upsets in this tournament all the time where it's not been uncommon for seven seeds to pick off higher seeds. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't get too wrapped up in that. I think it makes for some fun conversation. If you're a real fan of the USL and you want to talk about, well, second round matchup, do you want to go to San Antonio or Sacramento? But who even knows? Right? I mean, these teams get picked off all the time in the postseason. So again, I, I will just channel our colleagues who work there every single day just focus on Saturday night, selling the place out, celebrating the history of San Diego Loyal and its final ever regular season match at Torero Stadium. Pick up three points against a team that's been a total pain in the neck and you secure a home playoff game. Like that to me, I, I don't know that that I could have asked for much more given everything that we've discussed over the last six, eight podcasts here. I, I yes, I would like to see a run of the cup, obviously. Get through the Western Conference, win three more times, go to the USL Cup. Think it would be fantastic. But in terms of of the you know the 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 shorter range goals, clinch a playoff spot, check, clinch clinch a home playoff game, cool. Have that opportunity this weekend, host a home playoff game, win a playoff game, and then we'll see where we go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the nightmare scenario would have been like San Diego rolling into the final home match, sitting 11th out of a playoff race. You're like, it is officially your goodbye. Like that clearly is not the situation we're going into this weekend. This is a team mm. fighting for a home playoff game. Um, 
I I just love the Barrios with the I I feel like the players have taken that on a lot of these uh clips SD Loyal are putting out from training um the ones that stood out to me like Grant Stoneman getting his jersey for 100 appearances you hear him at the very end Charlie Adams at the very end saying like let's not lose another game like we know this is it like let's let's keep going so like you 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 hear it from the supporters of course Mm-hmm. And but you're hearing it. They're like players are being very vocal about it, and the club's not being shy about posting it either. They're they're talking about Good. let's not lose another game. We don't want to lose another game in club history. Like let's put that in the past and let's just win out. And as uh, the locals have been saying, bury us with the cup. Hey, uh, you had a chance, Jordan. Last week's podcast, we talked to the creators of Glory Magazine. You had a chance to to get your hands on the actual hard copy yes. of Glory Magazine. I have not, as mentioned, out of town for the weekend. How was it? Was it every bit? I'm guessing it 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 matched expectation. Hopefully, exceeded expectation based on our conversation in the digital version. Uh, it it exceeded it because it. Like this might sound weird, but like the material, the way it's built, like it's even better than I was expecting. Like it's, it's a, it's really well done. And I don't know, maybe, maybe the price tag is what's really throwing me off. I'm just not used to like something this high quality being 20 bucks. Um, (laughs) So maybe that's, maybe it's more of a reflection of that, but it's just, it's, it's beautiful. Like it's a, it's almost like a yearbook of the last four years. Um, Wow. It's super special. Like it's in it's exactly what you would want like the club i'm sure is going to have some some stuff as they say goodbye um but like to have the opportunity to have glory magazine really document this for you is incredibly special yeah yeah the reaction seems to be like i don't know the reaction seems to be incredible too i love the picture of all of the not from glory magazine but the picture of the squad all holding the issue of Glory Magazine. I love that. I thought that was fantastic. And I I do. I wonder what it's like. And, and maybe we'll get this opportunity to have some of these conversations this weekend. I, I wonder what it's like for these guys. You know, you think about it. You know, we talked about the, the, the range of emotions for us just doing a podcast. And then hearing some of the stuff that Colin Martin has said, Grant Stoneman, who you just referenced, Charlie Adams, you know, you wonder, you know, what, what this is like, how, how are they doing? You know, I know they were battling a little bit of, of illness, like physical illness in the El Paso match. Hopefully they get through that for the weekend against Oakland, but you do wonder, you know, as much as we're all thinking about final regular season match ever in regular season history, hopefully still more to come, but you wonder now that they've had an opportunity to see that, like, what what this all means to them, you know? Like well, I wonder, I wonder how they're doing with all of this, thinking about the magnitude mm-hmm. of fan support, thinking about their own futures, obviously, but also being focused on still got some some business to do here, fellas. You know, still got to get through two regular season matches. And now we know we've secured ourselves at least one postseason game. So, you know, you wonder how it is like like that they would process seeing themselves immortalized. We've done this as people that have just invested in it to our level and our capabilities. And then you think about how much investment there's been from the real core of this group, from Elijah Martin, from Colin, from Charles, right? Like you just think about what this has been like and, and, you know, even what a, 
what an an issue of Glory magazine has done to those guys. Like, you know, you can imagine what it must be like to be them. Yeah. And as you kind of just lay it all out the way you just did, I knew it's clearly been an emotional time for everyone around the club, employees, um, coaching staff, fans. um, The players, though, like they're still having to show up and do their job and work hard and perform professionally and finish well. I, I think we're starting to see the emotions a little bit and most of it is just like vocal stuff, right? Like they're talking about it, the idea that it is coming to an end. What can we do? How do we, how do we take control of this situation? Like let's win it. Let's, I think we're really going to see the emotions from the players once it's actually over. Yeah. That's when I think everything's going to start to come out. Yeah. It's, it's starting to, but it has, we haven't released the gates quite yet. Have we? Um, no, I think, I think for the, I think for the players, I don't know what that final game is going to be, but whenever it is, that's when you're going to see a lot of tears. You've already seen them. Like, I don't want to make it sound like, Oh, they're not emotional. They are clearly watch any video. They're clearly emotional, but I think we're really, things are really going to start to crank up a notch here very soon. Um, yeah, guys do us all a favor here. Cause I, I'm not ready to, to confront that reality. <laughs> Can you right. push this till November, please yeah. <laughs> do, do it for all of us. I, I mean, I, I know we said we weren't going to do this, but you know, I think about one more guaranteed game at Torero stadium. And, and, you know, I certainly can spend a second or two thinking about that and, and start feeling the emotions but do us all a favor. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for this to to be it at mm-hmm. Torero Stadium on Saturday. So let's beat Oakland. Let's push this back. I know it's not what our therapist would tell us, but let's push this back as far as we can until November, guys. Do us all a favor here. Maybe it will be better in November to to deal with this sort of stuff. By the way, speaking of the broadcast, uh, can we? Can we reference this? I don't know yeah, if we have we can all the details. Jack, and it's text, Jack Cronin's texted me. I don't have like exact details in this moment, but I have enough details to promote the fact that Saturday's broadcast is not going to sound like any of the broadcasts we've done at all for SD Loyal. There are going to be a lot of voices rolling through that broadcast. Do I have exact times quite yet? I do not. But it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to want to go back. If you're not going to the match, clearly we recommend you showing up to Torero Stadium. Um but I know a lot of people go back and rewatch the match. And for those who don't make it out to Torero are going to be able to watch from home. You're going to hear a lot of different voices connected to the club throughout the night. And they're going to be rolling through the entire evening. Obviously, the attention will be what's happening on the field. But you're going to get a lot of different perspectives Saturday night. Darren will be a part of it. I'll be a part of it. Jack Cronin clearly going to be a part of it. I I don't know if I should start naming names. There's other there's like real names I want to start announcing, but mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll hold off on that, I guess. Right. Yeah. Now. Jack, Jack came up and we're, we're going to credit Jack with this. Obviously the club had to sign off on it and the league had to sign off on it, I suppose. But the idea was all of these people have been involved with this in some capacity. So what Jack really wanted to do was do play by play, make sure people watching at home Saturday night or wherever you're watching that you're, you're getting the right information. You're getting the information about what's happening between Loyal and Roots, but also to to celebrate the history of the club in what is, I believe, Jack's final 
match. I don't know what the rules are when it comes to the postseason, so I might be off. Don't don't hold me to that. But you know, I I'm pretty sure that's the way I remember it working. So you know, Jack just in what was our regular season broadcast wanted to to bring in as many names, faces, voices, people that have been involved. Some who are obvious, some who might be a little less obvious, but people that have spent time with him in the booth, people that have spent time around the club. So it's it's going to be, if you're going to the game, you're probably going to want to go back and watch this. You know, just not for for whatever it is that's happening on the field. Hopefully that's something worthwhile too. But also just for, uh, for I think, a lot of the the memories and uh, a lot of the, the the positive impact that this club has had on so many people. I think at least that's my approach to it mm-hmm. is just thinking about, you know, what this has all meant to me. Uh, not necessarily how much we're going to miss it. That is obvious. But just how much this is all meant from people that have been around it and have been really, really close to it. So I credit Jack Cronin. He's the one that that uh, came up with this concept. And, and he's the one that really put a lot of work into making sure that everybody would be available to play a small role in this broadcast. It's not to take sight off the game at all. It's just, you know, this is a pretty unique circumstance here, mm-hmm. even though we know now we're guaranteed at least one more game beyond the 34 regular season matches scheduled. So that should I just, be something I, worth watching. I promoted your name, my name, which clearly does absolutely nothing for promotion's nothing. sake. No, we're just trying to tell you when you can go to the the restroom. I don't want people to think it's like, what, they're just rolling through a bunch of broadcasters. No, like think, think about, People, I, I'm not going to name names of who's going to be there, but think of people like Shannon. Think of people like Ricardo, like Andrew mm-hmm. Basiliadis. Think of people like that. I think just naming myself and Darren doesn't do it any justice. Um, potentially, <laughs> potentially could be Jack's final broadcast. Yes. Um, home playoff game would present that opportunity unless ESPN decides to pick up that okay. game as the national game in which the league takes over the broadcast. Um, but if that game is not selected as the national game that weekend, uh, he would broadcast a home playoff game. Okay. Um, here's the question. I have one follow-up from, not from El Paso, but from the Monterey match. Okay. Andrew Vasiliadis. Shirtless. Shirtless. Supporter section. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk to me. Listen, man, that's, uh, I have a feeling he's got to save that image and put it up somewhere. Right. Like, is that, I think so. that's the image. I don't know. That might be the image he kind of thinks of 10 years down the road. Is it weird? To any, think of any insight, any insight as to, I, I, yeah, going into the supporter section, that is something I plan on doing this Saturday night. I, you know, I think there are certain things that I, I still would, would like to to do. You know, you think you always have this much time in your life that I want to be one of the guys in there waving a flag or whatever. Uh, Andrew, I'm glad he he was – I know he's been in there before, but, like, just to cut loose like that, rip a shirt off and be right there in the front row, I thought was fantastic. So, I, I don't know. Was he encouraged to do that? Was there any backstory or was it just, yo, I'm the chairman of the club, I'm going to do what I want? I, I wish I had a great backstory, but when everyone saw it happen, when everyone saw the picture, that's when I <laughs> learned about it as well. So I, what I thought when I saw the image was that would have been like the cover of Glory Magazine, potentially. Um, or at, <laughs> it at least would have been in there. I don't know if it would have been the cover, but it would have been in there for sure. But I also like I, I my thought was like 10, 15 years down the road. And who knows how people will like think of SD Loyal at that point. Um. Yeah, that might be the image that really sticks out to him. Who knows? Like maybe he 
you got to put that up in your house somewhere, right? I would think so. If uh, SD Loyal wins the USL Cup, Jordan, will you get that image tattooed on your body? No. No. Um, not, 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 not a real fan, are you? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I could ask you the same <laughs> question if you want to <laughs> present that opportunity. I, I have, I've seen this question floated about from the locals on social media. And I think it's actually a good question. Does the does the club actually have to return the trophy if they win it? Hell no. I I listen. I'm not predicting anything or anything like that. Not the Stanley Cup. But I saw that. I'm like that's actually a really good question. Do you have to return it if you win it, or do you actually get to be buried with it? I don't know. Well, I don't know what the rules are, but my opinion is no, you do not. Okay, so I don't know what minutes I'm I don't have anything else, but I, I do know that I think I got 15 minutes on the broadcast Saturday night. There's a chance I'm there like minutes 30 to 45. There's a chance. I don't know exactly how that's gonna play out. What I, I am asking wow. What I am asking. I said 30 to 45. Oh, 15. <laughs> um in that 15 minute stretch, whenever that stretch may be to me, please, please to me. Mm-hmm. Please. It's not. Please. It's, it's a big ask, but I have a question. Are we popping bottles or what? What at the match? Yeah. Oh, I'm drinking. There's tequila. That was a match day live tradition. Dude, there's popping some be... champagne. Here's a heads up, <laughs> SD loyal crew who's gonna walk into that broadcast booth Saturday night. You're gonna find champagne and tequila in that booth Saturday night. Nice. I promise you that. I love it. Yeah. I do love it. Again, still we'll more apologize to come. Later. We'll give you a heads up and apologize later. How about yeah. that? That's the way we roll. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna break some rules. I hope the locals break some rules too. Right. But let's not, you know, this this isn't, uh, you know, let's uh, 9021, re- 9021 references not good. Like, let's not, we're, we're not wrecking the place. We have to come back here at some Burn point. Burn it down, it. Darren. <laughs> we're hosting a home playoff game with uh, a win. So I'm I'm going to say let's just see how it break. goes. Let's, yeah, just let's, break, let's just break some rules. Yeah, well, I'm all for that. I mean, we'll apologize later. Yeah. Burn it down. All right. Anything else we need to get to? No, uh, I could bore you all with the playoff scenarios and tiebreakers, but all we, we need don't. to know is win Saturday, host a home playoff game. Boom, done, let's roll. Yeah, get Glory Magazine as well. That's, so, I'm going to have to like keep it safe somewhere. I, I have like a, yeah. What are we I'm wearing on Thursday? Safe. What are we wearing on Thursday? Mm-hmm. It's what? I'm sorry, not Thursday. I'm saying Thursday. What are we wearing Saturday night? Do we know? Is it Tory? It's oh. got to be Tory Green, right? I thought you meant you and me. I'm like, I don't know, dude. What are we wearing? You want a match? What are do you think? What do you think booth? you wear in your final regular season match? Tory, right? Although those blues are pretty sweet. That's a good question. I wonder what they are going to wear. My guess would be Tory. I guess we'll find out Saturday. See you there. Put your values in action by doing your banking with Blue Peak Credit Union. A purpose-driven financial institution. Learn more at bluepeak.com. Official credit union of San Diego Loyal. Must meet membership and account criteria. Blue Peak? Blue Peak.